What's up, guys? You're listening to the FYI podcast, where we take your questions about faith, life, adulting, relationships, finances. I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Mike Keneally. And we're your hosts. Thanks so much for tuning in, for watching, for listening, and for leaving us a comment, a review. Uh, That helps us reach more listeners with the message of FYI for young individuals. That's right. And today we're unpacking a question that we've come across many times. So the question today simply is this. Hi, my name is Asher and I had a question. How do you grow and develop long lasting God-fearing Christian relationships? Thank you. How do I cultivate deep and meaningful friendships? Wow, that is a great question. That's a question we may be always asking or coming back to in whatever season we're in in life, just for the sake of our health, the people's health around us, and the season that we're in. I mean, sometimes seasons look different and things change. So, Josiah, what, how would you respond to that question right away? You yeah. want to unpack that. How have you like cultivated those deep, meaningful friendships throughout the years of your life, maybe? It's a great question. I come back to something that you had actually shared is mm-hmm. when you were a student at North Central University, right. people were asking you this question all the time. Yeah. And I think it's a question that we all ask, whether we ask ourselves or we ask our family or we mm-hmm. ask uh, us with the FYI podcast is we're all looking for friendships mm-hmm. and um, we're not meant to do life alone. Like how God created Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And he, the reason Eve came along was for that helpmate, that companionship. God said of Adam that it's not good for man to be alone. That's right. And so whether we talk about <clears throat> friendships, romance, relationships, coworkers, like why do entrepreneurs many times rent out co-working spaces? Because it's it's mm-hmm. loneliness is hard. Throughout right. the past couple of years of a pandemic and now getting into endemic, we were all lonely. Friendships were disrupted for all of us. And people have actually done medical mm-hmm. studies to show that prolonged periods of loneliness yes. takes off the same life expectancy as smoking 15 cigarettes per day, shortens your lifespan by 15 years. So we don't want to be lonely. Right. And here's what mm-hmm. I would say is the first thing is I look at our verse of the day, which comes from John 15, 13. And Jesus was saying mm-hmm. that greater has no man than this that a man would lay down his life for his Mm -hmm. friends. And it ties perfectly in with today's question. And I would just start it off by saying this, that there's kind of three circles, if you can look at it this way. The first circle or level of relationships is awareness. Mm -hmm. Like you're aware of each other. You're like, oh, I've said hi before. And that's really maybe not a friend. It's more of an acquaintance, Yep. right? The second level, And I think I'm really guilty with this. This is why I'm saying this is that when Micah (laughs) met me, she pointed out, I would always say my friend or my best friend and really maybe a better word might've been somebody I know or, but I've just used that language of friend, but we have awareness or acquaintance. The second step or level would be familiarity. And these are friends. You're familiar with each other. You have some shared experiences Mm -hmm. and the third level which is aiming at the level of this question is those inner circle relationships with intimacy. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing a pastor, Josh Shaldo, actually one time he was defining intimacy as into me, you see. Mm-hmm. So like take off the mask, mm-hmm. take off, let your hair down for a second, take off the hat and you see the hat hair. That's intimacy. <laughs> 
I think it's so funny. And then just taking those levels and being aware that we all experience those, whether you're 18 and you're stepping into your college room or your college dorm for the first time, your classroom, I should say more or less, um, you're going to see those three types of people and you never know who you're going to sit next to. That could be your new best friend or your future so best good. friend. And to have your eyes and ears and heart open to like, you know what, no matter hurt, what hurts, hurdles and hangups I've come with or I've come up against or I'm walking through right now, there's always somebody who's in a similar boat, a similar similar season or has experiment, uh, experienced elements of what we're feeling. And that is loneliness. Like, we do not want to be alone. We don't want to be isolated. And I, I just think about this one in John 13, 35 talks about like the people will know you, um, then they will know that we are his disciples, followers of Jesus in the way that we love each other. So are we loving each other? Well, if we're claiming to be Christ followers or Christians listening to this podcast, are we loving each other? Well, and I think a prime example of wow. one way to start to do that, even if you're an introvert, even if you feel like you're it's uncomfortable for you to meet somebody new or it's weird or you think it's awkward. I have two stories. One was when I went to school um, in Bismarck, North Dakota. I was sitting with one of my class in the hallway waiting for one of my classes to start. It's like up on the second or third floor where like nobody walks type thing. You're like, okay, we're the only class up here. And I sit down to next to this girl. Her name's Jessica and didn't know her, but kind of just waiting for that first class to ever start. It was my freshman year, second semester, never met her. And she's like, hi, my name's Jessica. What's your name? And she talks super fast, faster than I talk on this podcast, if you can believe it. And she goes, hi, my name's Jessica. Uh, what's yours? And I said, well, my name's Micah. And she's like, okay, well, um, I'm looking for a roommate. Do you want to live with me next year? And I'm like, girl, I just met you. And like, do you want to be friends? And I'm like, I would love to be your friend and get to know you. And she's actually become one of my best friends. And we've been friends for, I don't know, 12 or 15 years already, maybe 17. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, Since about 2000. Six spring of 2006, I met Jessica and we lived together. I was in her wedding. She has just been a part of my life. I've been able to be a part of hers. And I wasn't expecting that day to walk into one of my Bible communication classes, expecting to meet one of my future roommates, one of my best friends. And I just feel like God has orchestrated some steps in our life that when we say yes, and we're obedient, or we say yes, when we're uncomfortable, you never know who he's going to bring, or you might be the answer to somebody else's prayer or yeah. friendship prayer. So I just want to lean into friendships. And there's three types of friendships that we can experience. And one of those is situational, right? The first one is situational friendships. And that might be um, you're in a classroom. That's how you meet the person. Co-workers. You're, you're working with them in a co-working space. You're on a team. You're on a mission trip. Like yep. situational friendships kind of depend on the situation, right? And you don't know how long that can last. Yep. It could so, even be church. Yes. It Shared interests. Yeah. It could be super short. It could be super long. Um, so just be mindful that situational friendships happen. So if these are kind of fleeting, it's okay just because that's kind of the, the way in which we live. Right. And then when you graduate. Mm-hmm you may or may not stay in touch. Right. If you get a new job or they get a new job, it, it, the situation might change. And that actually might change your friendship if that's what the foundation of the friendship is built on. Yeah. And the second one that we can kind of look at is seasonal, right? If you're in a season, maybe you're between the ages of 18 to 30 and it's a season of young adulting, or it's a season of college or a season of career or couples, meaning relationships. A lot of your friends may be in relationships or kids. Each season lasts for a certain amount of time. So there's a sunrise and sometimes there's a sunset. 
Um, but sometimes they're, they, those seasons can last a little longer. So whether it's a two-year school or 12 years of adulting or beyond, it kind of depends. So just to know that there are situational, there are seasonal, but there's also those lifelong friendships, which are rare and hard to find, it seems like these days. So a lot of young adults are asking, how do I truly invest in a friendship that's going to be deep? And meaningful and it's a give and take it's you giving of your heart of your time of your talents and some of your treasures as well as receiving the other persons along the way right and those would be an example of a lifelong and some of those situational and seasonal can evolve into lifelong friendships it's just a matter of what are you going to put forth in them and how are you going to cultivate those along the way because it's kind of like a plant right you think about a plant if you don't water your plant it's going to die right if you don't use words and invest time in your friendships, they're naturally going to die. If they're going to be planted and uprooted, meaning that your friends move away, there's always a possibility that they may come back or you have an amazing new place to travel to, right? For vacation and family fun. So just to know that you need to cultivate um, as you grow, you might outgrow some of your friendships along the way, meaning maybe you're 18 years old and they're immature and they're choosing life decisions that you really don't feel like you want to be a part of. If they're still functioning as an 18 year old mindset in a 30 year old body, you probably outgrow in those friendships. That's probably not a lifelong friendship you're going to invest in, but to be mindful that it's okay to move out and to move on and to outgrow some friendships. It's just a matter of did we leave them better than we found them, right? We always talk about leaving people, places, and organizations better than we found them. And that's one thing we want to do with our friendships too. Some will naturally fade away. Um, some will move away. Yep. And some will be a lifelong investment. So, Josiah, what do you want to add to that? Anything? You're here's, you got well, some thoughts. No, no. Here's what I have. I was just like personalizing it. And I want to yeah. get really practical to answer this question. Like if you're lonely or if you're just in a season where you're like, man, how do I... I just graduated or I just moved to a new city or I'm in a new season of life where I'm not in high school anymore. I'm not seeing the same people all the time, 24 seven, or right. like some of those natural transitions have happened. Here's what I would say, getting really practically the first thing we are all looking for friends. So my challenge to the listener, they would be a, become a person mm -hmm. of the first move. And here's what I mean. Initiate. Yep. I found that if you're at church, if you're at work, everyone's open to talking, but sometimes people don't know how to break the ice. Mm -hmm. So become an icebreaker. Like I, I just do it. Like I've realized that our church, it's kind of in the Midwest mm -hmm. and culturally maybe a little bit more of like, um, um, I don't know, Scandinavian environment where it's like people, people are nice, but they might not always be friendly. Mm -hmm. And I behave like an extrovert. It would probably be no shock to the listener that I'm going to remember people's names. I'm going to go up to a lot of people, mm -hmm. but I process like an introvert. Here's how I've always approached relationships, observing from afar, maybe even online. Huh, I really want, I, I think we become great friends. And I think yeah. of Brent. I think of Micah, I think of this Micah, I think of Trey, I think of Randy or Stefan or Andrew or a ton of people and names just start flooding my mind right now. And I think of Steven or I think of other people mm -hmm. and I'm like, man, 
I want to befriend them. I want to become better friends. So you know what I'm going to do? One of the things that I do every year is I buy a certain number of Twins games tickets Mm -hmm. or Saints tickets. And I think of Logan, want to become better friends. Okay. So who am I going to bring to a Twins game? That's me initiating. Mm -hmm. And some of it's structured, some of it's scheduled, some of it's more spontaneous. But I think of, I always try to, if it's somebody I want to become better friends with and they invite me to their boat, Mm-hmm. or they invite me to a ball game, or they invite me somewhere, I'm going to try to make that work. Right. And that's initiating, that's reciprocating. Um, but that's just my challenge is to look at who do you want to spend time with, start texting them regularly. Man, can't believe summer's over. That's a conversation starter. <laughs> what was the highlight of your summer? We should grab coffee sometime and talk more about Mm -hmm. it. But I think of I'm always initiating in relationships. And so never be afraid to ask that person a coffee, to go to a baseball game, to go to a football game, to have them over for pizza and Thursday night football, or to, hey, you're a Packer fan. I'm a Vikings fan. We're in fantasy football Mm -hmm. together and I'm going to pester you. Right. And I would even say if you have a space and time to do this is to invite people into your space, meaning like your dorm room, your house, the basement, whatever, the apartment you're renting and just, hey, you guys want to come over for a Sunday game time? Do you want to watch some football together? Do you want to watch the World Series together? Do you want to go out and about together? Like when you start providing opportunities that you wish you had you start becoming the initiator unknowingly, right? So you provide opportunities for others to be invited in on those. Uh, And I think that if you're afraid to do the one-on-one or a couple, two, three people, invite 15, 20 people to your house and see who shows up because that's where friendships can grow to develop. And don't say no to somebody. Don't say no about somebody or for somebody because that might be your new best friend. Because if we say, oh no, they wouldn't want to be my friend or oh, they don't have time or I don't have time make the time, schedule the time. We don't want to um, burden ourselves with busy. We want to do life with people along the way. And I think one way that is evident is if through birthdays, through celebrations, through weddings, through babies, through hardships in life, whoever is there and whoever shows up, those are the friendships you've probably been developing along the way. And who's able to show up along the way will, and maybe the friendships that you thought were deeper aren't as deep as you once thought hey, it's okay. We've all been disappointed. We've all walked through that. So I just want to encourage you today. Um, you you can look at a book that Josiah really, really loves, right? Yeah. It's by Dale Carnegie. Dale, Dale Carnegie. Yeah. Okay. How to win friends and influence people. And you ask me, you ask, answer this question. How does a book that's over 50 years old still become a bestseller every year? This book has stood the relational test of time. And and I think that one of the themes of it is like remembering people's names. It starts with a handshake and a smile and Mm -hmm. body language, all of it. But I think of, isn't it interesting that if we're not careful, sometimes the only time we contact someone is when we need something. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's looking probably a little bit more transactional than relational. So here's a series of questions. When is the last time you've picked up the phone and called somebody just to catch up? Hey, I don't need anything. Just wondering how your day's going. Mm -hmm. Hey, I watched the twins game and they won and I thought of you or, Hey, you know, like you had a birthday. I just call in to leave you a voicemail and sing you happy birthday. (laughs) And I just think like, if you can get good at remembering people's names, at caring about what they care about. I remember there was a guy 
by the name of um, Mark Hultgren. And shout out to Mark. He lives in the Twin Cities, has a great um, printing company for t-shirts and stuff. But he came to my workplace for a different department. And I know him. So I was like, hey, Mark. And he goes, I go, what are you up to? He goes, well, this t-shirt was important to Annika. So it was important to me. Mm. And that is like the ultimate leadership lesson right there. If it matters to Micah, Mm -hmm. it matters to me. Why? Because it's important to her. Mm -hmm. I think of why do people love going to Chick-fil-A? Because they say my pleasure, they're kind. And so like even uh, our friend, Justin Lathrop, he wrote a book called The Likeable Christian. And his whole thesis Mm -hmm. of the book was like the things that you do online, what if they apply to real life? Like way back when it was Facebook, it was like poking. Remember when there was poking? Yes. And like what I always do, if I like somebody, I go up and I like give them a little poke. (laughs) Or if I like somebody, I'm going to call them or wish them a happy birthday or here's something. We talked to a friend who was launching a podcast and he's like, man, I feel like nobody shares about it. So I was like, sharing is so, it's like what we're teaching our daughters to do, right? Right. It's like, no, we share with each other. We encourage each other. Daniel Tiger, he has this song. You can have a turn, then I'll get it back. Right. We have a slide in our backyard now. It's now it's her turn. Okay. It's your turn. Now it's their turn. Right. And so taking turns, sharing, Mm -hmm. being kind, liking, commenting, but beyond social media, like, Hey, how can I pray for you? Right. I guess it's just what I'm passionate about. Well, yeah, I think what everybody can't be outdone or can't outdo in somebody's life is encourage them and be a part of friendships that are going to encourage you, that are going to sharpen you, that are going to make you a better person that you walk away with. There's friendships in my life that I've had throughout the years where I'm like, wow, I feel rejuvenated. Like it was so fun to hang out with them. And then there's been those times where I have a phone call where, or I receive a phone call and I pick it up and all they want to do is talk about themselves for an hour and a half. And I'm like, Ooh, that was exhausting. Like I am mentally and emotionally exhausted. And it's fine if that happens once or twice with a friend, but if that is the only relational thing that they have to offer me and I have to offer them, I don't know how deep that friendship's really going to go, you know? So it's okay to identify the life-giving relationships, maybe the ones that got to you know, kind of fizzle out, which will naturally happen over time. Um, but if you want friendships, I would say this, I've been praying for you that God would bring friends your way, but you have to be willing to take that first step. It's kind of like when you're interested in somebody and you're like, Oh, I want to ask them on a date or I want to get to know them. It's not like that, but it's kind of like that. There's like that natural fear of rejection. Don't be afraid of being rejected. It's okay. We're all going to be rejected at some point. Um, but you just don't say no for the person don't make up you know, their mind for you or about you. And there's some that you admire about somebody, or if you have a common interest, you like the longboard. Oh my gosh, me too. Do you know any great spots? Can we go together sometime? Can you show me? Or if you want to take up something fun, you want to go rock climbing? Yeah, let's go check it out. You know, so finding activities to break the ice are always fun in relationships, but to know um, if you're listening and you're a believer, or maybe you're a non-believer, you're like, man, I just got to start looking for some good friends. Look for people you admire yes. that you want to become like, because the people you hang around is who you become like, no matter what the good, the bad, and the ugly can overlap that, but know that God has a friendship waiting for you. If you're pursuing the right people to surround you. And yeah, I would just say, Hey, start praying that God would illuminate those people and put those people in your classroom, put them in your dorm room, put them on your floor, uh, put them in your workplace because you never know. Like I have a friend who actually went traveling 
and she was out of country and uh, the gal that she worked with lived out of country. So she picked her up and my friend goes, oh my gosh, you're listening to Christian music. You're a Christian. And she's like, oh my gosh, yes, so are you. So even just like, they will know you by your fruit, right? And one of her fruits was just listening to music and taking in what God was doing. And my friend recognized that she was a Christian because of what she was filling herself with while she was driving. So it's just small little things like that. Like, hey, I can't help but notice that you're always talking about this on social media, or you're always TikToking about this, or telling about the church group that you're a part of, like, what is that? Even if you're a believer, you can inquire to another believer, right? Or if you're a non-believer, you're curious, like, little church thing, I'm not sure, but I want to secretly be invited, invite yourself, know that there's always a place for you. So I would just say that. (laughs) My God, I love it. And one of our good dear friends is Matt Brown. Mm -hmm. And Matt Brown is an example of a great friend. And here's one of the things that he said that he's never met an encourager that didn't have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. And so, Micah, you were just talking about encouragement. Right. Very few ears have heard too much encouragement. Right. In fact, I would venture to guess that most people are looking for more hope and joy and encouragement and positive messages to fill their ears and their minds and their hearts and their souls. Yeah. So if you can become a good encourager, it's going to help your relational capacity tremendously. And the second thing, Mikey, you did it without even labeling it. And it's become curious. Mm-hmm. If you want to yeah. become a good friend, ask good questions. Right. And questions might not come natural to you. So instead of saying, did you have a good day? They'll either say yes or no. That's a closed question. If you say, can you tell me about your day? Or what did you do today? That's an open-ended question. And similar is same subject, but open-ended there. You're going to get more of an answer and something. If you run out of questions, just say, tell me more about that. Mm -hmm. And I would just say those are a few practical things. And But our hope for you is that you would have a deep, meaningful relationship with the most important relationship that mm-hmm. you could possibly have, and that's with Jesus. And so if you feel far from God and you want to turn over a new leaf and surrender your life mm-hmm. to Christ as your friend, but as your Savior and as your mm-hmm. Lord and as your God and as your King, We want to help you do that. And on FYI-podcast.com, there's a few resources. One will help you get plugged into a campus ministry. If you're a college student and going back to school this fall, the second is we want to help you find a local church. And the third is we want to help you in your relationship with God in things like, well, godly community in your prayer life, in your devotional reading. And so I would just say that We want to help you in those. And let us know if you're making those steps of faith today. So until next time, this is Josiah and Micah with the FYI podcast.